It's going to be a one-sided podcast tonight. Probably that new hat you got. Say greatest ever. I just said problems on my side. Hey, I'm Obi. That said, and we are drinking from the Garden Hose, your favorite podcast. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All the good podcasts. We're on Apple and Amazon and Google and a bunch of other spots. So go ahead, go there, subscribe, like us, leave feedback, give us comments. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, how are you? Doing great, Obi. Looking forward to another exciting podcast episode. A little, little off-the-cuff episode, because it's a little earlier in the week than we usually record. So a little inside baseball there. But I do have one thing. Uh, I'm getting more feedback about you. Of course you are. <laughs> and it, it, it told, it's the same feedback I keep getting. It just keeps cracking me up. So I went out on a little limb last week and I wrote an article and I published the article and I invited people to comment on it as I always do and Ed thank you for being the only person to comment on my article so far and then somebody came to me and said wow man Ed's really coming for you now first of all you this goes back to that to that basketball game you said nothing about me you didn't say anything like I'm an idiot or I'm a, nothing about me at all. You said, here's a point of contention I have with your article. And it was definitely something I didn't mention in the article. And that was your opinion. Whether I agree with it or not, doesn't even matter. I just want to know why everybody thinks I'm your whipping boy. It, that everybody who thinks Ed bullies me is bullying me more than Ed does. I just like to put that out there enough already. I can handle this dude. I think that's hilarious. So you're you're telling me that multiple people come to you and tell you that I bully you. Well, we have your children. Yep. Uh, my children. And now this other person who uh, isn't a podcast listener just saw your comment online and said, wow, he's really coming for you. So I guess I did two things in the past couple of days, though, to, to come after you, right? Like you wrote the article. Right. And you wanted people to comment, so I commented. And again, thank you. Yeah. And by the way, I don't think you wrote that article because you wanted everybody to kiss your ass and agree with what you were saying. No, I, I was putting something out there. A bit of a controversial statement, I, I would even say. Right. So yeah. I just gave you my opinion on it. Correct. So I don't think that's me bullying you. And then, and then last night, you said something completely ridiculous. Another intentionally over-the-top comment. Yes. I mean, talk about a hot take. Yes. Like, I don't even Sorry. think the Eagles I don't even think the Eagles were off the field yet after that victory. You probably hadn't sobered up yet. And you made the comment that the Eagles are one of the all time great teams in the history of the NFL. And I would still have this debate with you, but this is not the, the forum for that. No, 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 right. And I don't want to debate you on that, but the fact is you made a hot take. So I <laughs> I don't agree with that. So I said so. And then multiple people came to your defense, Obi, and even a Buffalo Bills fan was hey. 
like carrying water for you, which was amazing. A diehard Buffalo Bills fan who used to be a Washington football fan until he moved up to upstate New York. Like, yeah. you talk about someone who's not planning on taking up for the Eagles? <laughs> he was like, no, dude, you're wrong. He, he was carrying water for you, and then, then he was arguing with me about the dates. <laughs> like, he's like, nope, could have been the 91 Redskins. That was the 92 team. Or no, I, I said 92. No, I said 91. He called them 92, right? But it's the football's got that weird thing because the season starts in the fall, but the yeah. Super Bowl is in the following year. It was, so yeah. Everybody gets the year screwed up. Right. Yeah, it was definitely the Redskins team, uh, which was the Redskins back then. Yeah. Uh, that he, that he, the former Washington Commander fan, uh, thought this Eagles team was better then. And then, but by the way, did you, it was really... Apparently, all of our fraternity brothers are on my side because everyone who was teammate was one of our fraternity brothers. Oh well, blackout. Yeah, black. <laughs> first of all, blackout was in the same intoxicated mood that you were in, and he thinks they're the all-time greatest too. Like, I think it's a, like so. I had a, so this is funny, and we won't even talk about the game because there's nothing to do with the game. But I have to. I finished that game. Well, that game ended right, and then we went right into the the Chiefs and the Bengals game. So anyway, I watched that game. I come up from the man cave after the, the second game, and uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, is telling me about how the Eagles won. Fly, She's singing, fly, Eagles, fly. And I had just gotten done ranting on your little hot take with the all-time greatest, and I'm like, and I got a Buffalo Bill fan defending you. I got Blackout defending. I'm like, I'm like done with Eagles fans, right? And she's singing, fly, Eagles, fly. And so I was... I was like, I hate Eagles fans. And she's like, why? And then she's singing. Then she's adding her own lyrics to the goddamn song. And uh, I just it like was losing my mind last night over this. But I was given solace. I saw a video today that made me feel a little bit better. And that was all the yahoos that were standing on the bus stop thinking it was a really good idea to stand on like a, not even a real glass bus stop roof. And then they were shocked when it caved in. That that was a good video. I, I I saw that video. That we showed that video on uh, our sports talk show uh, today. That I'm convinced tomorrow. anybody who goes out and I, I you know they weren't riding right. No, so everyone's probably seen the news by now. They weren't. There was no rides. They went out and they were celebrating. I, I get it. Fine, your team wins. Go celebrate. But I mean, if you're gonna climb poles and if you're gonna climb like structures. That goes in the category of play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Like when you fall and break your leg, don't go suing anybody. You're the idiot, right? Like I don't want to hear I don't want to hear you complaining about anything. You're the idiot that went out with her, all those people and got hurt. So I don't know. And then and then before the game, I'm watching videos. So here's something I didn't know, Obi. I didn't know that Philadelphia Eagles fans were so wealthy. Did you see the video of them throwing eggs at 49er fans? I mean, eggs are like $7 a carton. you got to be wealthy to be able to throw eggs at somebody. That's a luxury. That's privilege. We want to well, talk about privilege unless, in America. Unless, throwing eggs at somebody's privilege. Unless you have chickens. And you would be surprised by the number of people in the greater Philadelphia area that have their own chickens. Well, actually, I'm not surprised at all because I'm thinking – a lot of Philly fans aren't just in the city. They're in the boondocks of South Jersey. <laughs> They're in the boondocks of southeastern Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, 
you're right. Those are free. That, that, that you're right. They're Those are free range chicken eggs that they were throwing at the Niner fans. Well, that's what, that's what the Niner fans get for putting a 49er jersey on Rocky Balboa. That ain't his John. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. If you come to the Bronx for a postseason game, Yankee fans aren't throwing regular eggs. They're throwing hard boiled eggs at you. Yeah, but without the shells, who cares? They just don't, those don't even hurt. They hit, they bounce off of you. Regular egg, you get egg on your face, literally egg on your face. I don't know. You get it. You get a hard boiled egg in the eye. I think it's gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah, but nobody goes to the Bronx to start trouble. It's the Bronx. You should know better, right? But isn't <laughs> South Philly tough? I saw Rocky. Uh, the area by the stadium is you can get you can get in and out of that area real easy without uh, any. Yeah, no, there's you drive into the stadium, drive out, you're you're gonna not be in any sketchiness at all. Not like going to uh Yankee Stadium. Oh well, old Yankee Stadium. I don't know what new Yankee Stadium is, if there's any like, ooh, bad block over there, bad block over there. No, there's none of that in and out of the stadium at all. Every time I go into Yankee Stadium, I always reminded of that uh National Lampoon's vacation scene where they get lost in St. Louis. And Chevy Chase is like, lock them up. Kids, lock them up. Lock those doors. Yeah, yeah, right. That's how I feel driving through the Bronx. But what are you going to do? That that That's always been uh, the uh, stereotype of going to Yankee Stadium. So, but that is not uh, what it's like to go to the uh, Link or Sitton or the Spectrum or whatever they call it now. That's uh, you come off the Kobe, bridge. Right? Something. Is it Wachovia now? We're not a no. Sports podcast. We are we're a podcast of cranky old men, and I guess I bully you. Yeah, and you know, but we're just talking about Philadelphia here and how and you know how jealous you are as a New Yorker, a former New Yorker who lives in Connecticut now, with your daughter heading to New Jersey thinking fly Eagles fly. I mean, yeah, I see how you're cranky. Gonna be in well, Montclair with all those she's gonna bring you home uh your worst nightmare, an Eagles fan. That's what she's well, gonna bring home to you. Well, Oh, interesting you should say that because, you know, part of the whole fly Eagles fly last night was her bullying me, right? Right. Oh, good. So I think, you know, because she, she wouldn't shut up, especially when she found out it was bothering me. So she was definitely bullying me. But you should have seen the look on her face when I explained to her that a lot of Eagles fans live in New Jersey. And she said, what are you talking about? And I explained to her. All of South Jersey roots for the Eagles. And she goes, but why? They're from Philly. And I said, it all works on TV. Like, if you're in South Jersey, your news is Philadelphia News, the local television, right? You become Phillies and Eagles and Sixers fans, right? Like, so she didn't she didn't really get that. She didn't know that. And I'm like, and now you're going to go to a state school in New Jersey. Like, half the people there are going to be Eagles fans. I don't know if it's going to be the full half like Rutgers because it, it is a little northern. A lot of the same folks who would have gone to Montclair would go to Rowan or Stockton. But, yeah, she's definitely going to have more than her fair share of Eagles fans uh, with her, uh, without a doubt. Without and a she doubt. she says to me, she's, you know, you know one of our fraternity brothers. He lives down at the shore. And she says, so are, are they Eagles fans? It looks like they're Eagles fans on their Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, they live in South Jersey. They live in LBI. And uh, she goes, LBI, South Jersey? I go, yeah, it's South Jersey. So she, I really have to educate her before she goes off the Montclair State. Now, she has the benefit. When I went to Rutgers, I didn't know any of this crap. I learned it all on my own. 
all on the fly, all on the fly. You went down there expecting everyone to be a giant and a Yankee fan with you, and then those Eagles and and the Flyer. The fact that the Flyers fans is even more shocking because there's actually a New Jersey team. So there were some amazing things I learned when I went to Rutgers as a freshman. One was that the whole world didn't root for the Yankees and the Mets, right? I was shocked by that. I was like, are you kidding me? This is New Jersey. This is the Yankees live in New Jersey. Like a lot of them live. Right? So I was shocked. And then I learned about the South Jersey. thing. And then I was shocked about one other thing. Having grown up in the New York metropolitan area, a lot of Jewish individuals lived in the area, right? I went to Rutgers and I met people who told me I never met a Jew before I came here. Wow. And and I said, here I am, an 18-year-old kid that didn't know anything about the world. I said, what are you talking about? They're all over the place. Like, how do you not meet one? Like, they're just as like you and me. Like, they're everywhere. And I don't mean that in a bad way at all. I just meant like, matter of factly, like, I grew up in a place where everyone was Jewish. And they're they're like, no, uh, you should look it up. There's only like 3 million Jews in the whole world. I'm like, what? What? They all live in Poughkeepsie, New York. (laughs) <laughs> well and then you hung out with a whole bunch of them like you, you chose a fraternity full of Jews it must well, have been your I comfort level yeah yeah comfortable there obviously obviously yeah so you learn things when you go out of state away things that you're not expecting so I'm gonna I'll be able to teach my daughter that before she goes certain things I'll be able to teach her about the Benny thing I'll be able to teach her about you know yeah, yeah. It's the, the North Jersey Italian thing. You know, there's a lot of things she needs to <laughs> you're learn about. Like, you're like, this show is called The Sopranos. Let's binge it, Sam. Let's just get... Yes, this is real. Wait till wait till she finds out that that's actually real. Right, right. No, those people are real. <laughs> you understand why it was such a popular show? Because people identified with that show. You're going to see all those places when you come back to be at home. You're going to be like, oh, look, there's the drive safely sign from the Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so you learn a lot. So we're worried about, you know, we're, we're, we're thinking about that. So she we had, she had a learning, little learning session last night on the Eagles fans and how she's going to be surrounded them. I mean, I got to think, like, last night was probably a big night at Rutgers, too. Like, a lot of Eagles fans, right? I mean, I'm sure. I, I'm sure. I I I would ask my Sam, but he avoids sports people at all costs. Well, I avoid Eagles people, so me and him have something in common. <laughs> there you go. He got that going for him. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Uh, he doesn't usually catch the sports news, although the uh, although Alex is is more aware uh, than Sam, so he's uh, he wanted to make sure, you know, try to judge what school was going to be like today. So are the Eagles, are the kids going to be happy at school? Like, you know, he he's aware of the the feel of the of the building after a tough Eagles loss. Well, I got to think school was a good day today. The teachers are happy. The kids are happy. Today was probably a good day. And it was the first day of their uh, second semester. So they all were in all their new classes. Those happier classes turned over. They have a bunch of those. So, yeah. I think today was a good day. First day of the new semester here, too. Yeah. And so, you speaking of being on a good vibe of the Eagles winning, crazy enough, I mean, this is crazy stuff. Like, I'm a super fan of my teams, and I get bent out of shape when they lose, and I'm sure you would be miserable today if the Eagles lost yesterday. I think I would be unhappy. They did an actual study, like, in Louisiana, that on days after LSU football lost, 
the judges in family court sentenced juveniles to like more detention, like like in prison, than when LSU won. Like they have this, they have this data. Like, and these judges apparently are LSU grads, and like there's like real data. Like if your court date is after an LSU football game in Louisiana, you better hope to God they won. You are rooting and rooting hard. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Like they have the data. Stuff that people probably don't think about. But no. sports is crazy. Well, I can tell you that at my job, they have uh, not sports related, but they, they have these surveys that they give us. How you feel about the company? And I remember one year I walked in there and I always take it the first day. I just get it over with. Ten minutes of my time. Going to have to do it at some point or not do it at all. So I choose to do it. But I went in there, and when I got into work, for no for reasons completely unrelated to work, I was miserable. It was just one of those ugly, disgusting, gray days. I couldn't find my umbrella. I was in a rush to get to work. So I came in, and like, like any additional comments? I'm like, yes, don't launch this on a rainy, horrible Monday next year. I, I know my scores are lower than they normally would be. Because, yeah, you just get affected by weird things. You're just like, mm-hmm, yeah, I don't like you as much today. Work? I'm not thinking about how much I like you on a regular day. Though I'm sure if you're an LSU fan, good thing Harvard doesn't have a competitive football team. We'd all be doomed. Now, Obi, getting back to the original topic about me bullying you. Yeah, okay. So let's let's turn the tables a little bit. You're right. What would it look like if you bullied me? I don't know. I'm a perfectly nice guy. that doesn't say a mean thing to anybody. I don't know how that would turn out. I mean, what would I bully you about? The fact that you have a white beard and look like Santa? Yeah, you're about a month late on that one, but okay. Well, you know, maybe you're a month late. You haven't put that away. It's time to just ferment that thing. Maybe maybe I'm getting ready for next year already. This guy a piece of pie. I don't, I don't know. think you're capable of bullying me, huh? Uh... I don't think I'm capable. I don't know. I, I mean, I know enough about you. The reason you bully me and I don't bully you is kind of for the same reason. I don't bully you because I know it doesn't bother you. And you bully me because you know it doesn't bother me. Like, that's, like yeah, I can say, I can say whatever. It ain't going to bother him. I sound mean. He ain't going to care. And the same thing for me to you. I, except I don't want to. Oh, I could say some nasty things about that. Like, he's got a white beard or whatever. He's not going to care. It's the way we respond to the fact that the other person doesn't care that makes us different people. You're like, oh, I can go at him. He don't care. And I'm like, I'm not going to go at him. He don't care. Maybe you're a nicer guy than me. Yeah, I think you're right. Sometimes, like, if I think a lot of times we go after people because we get a reaction, right? I think that happens, right? Right. So if you know you get on people's nerves, sometimes it's just fun to play the game, right? Right, right. But there's other times, like you can, if like you know, I think in our relationship here with this podcast, I'm not saying I bully you, but I definitely use you as my foil sometimes, right? Because I think it's funny as shit, and I think it's really funny that people think it's like serious and they think I'm going after you, right? And that, that my literal response to the person, I said, that's just a dick. I like, do what we do. It comes after me, and I go, oh no, 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 and then we laugh about it because it's funny. Because it is funny. 
Yeah, but some people don't get it, I guess, huh? Well, I, we should probably not give up the give up the secret. And you know, the more people don't get it, the, the better it is. I can get sympathetic. People will feel sympathy for me. I can start telling them this is the only way I can make a buck. Please give me some money so that I don't have to deal with that anymore. Let's ride this uh, for a long time. Listen, we could give away the secret, right? But I still think people are going to fall for it because they're going to forget the secret. You're still going to have somebody carrying water for you on why the Eagles are the best team of all time when they really know that's not the case. I'm just glad I'm a sympathetic fellow. That's all. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe people just feel bad for you, Obi. They think uh, I'm not uh, 100% uh, up for the task and I'm a little less than fully uh, developed. They're like, eh, that poor guy. He thinks that's his friend. <laughs> you know, that's probably really what it comes down to is everyone doesn't get why I pick on the slow guy, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like, like, wow, it's real mean. Like, he picking? He's slow. You shouldn't do that. Meanwhile, I like you. I'm like, well, somebody at least treats me like I'm a full-grown adult. So, you know. I mean, it's my community service. I actually spend a couple hours every other week with you, let you feel like a normal person. <laughs> Never would I take advantage of you at all. No, it's, it's, it's like you said, there's no money in it. Don't mess with them. Yeah, that could be it. You know, somewhere in here, I had another point, another whole direction to go in, but I lost it because you made me laugh. Because, you know, I'm not I'm not fully developed. <laughs> You're the slow one. I'm the slow one. I'm the slow <laughs> We're going to change the name of the podcast to The Bully and the Slow Guy. <laughs> no more drinking from the garden hose. <laughs> no. We got a new name. No, now, well, now we know why I'm drinking from the garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> No, you drank from the garden hose too much, my friend. That's right. That's right. Rock fights. Between <laughs> the rock fights and drinking from the garden hose. Yeah. It all catches up to you. It does. In the end, you know, you get it gets it gets to you. You start slowing down a little bit. You start thinking the Eagles are a good football team. Um that's just good. All time great. Oh, I'm gonna change the subject, Donnie, just like that. Because you know, I'm glad you finally said it that the Eagles are an all time great. How close are we to having a driver? In our house. I know she's she's going to school soon, but has she went to driver's test? Oh no, we're you know, we're we got other things. Like <laughs> this is the difference between guys and girls or boys and girls. Nothing I mean, I you I'll let you speak for yourself, even though I'm a bully you and I usually don't let you speak for yourself. But for me, when I turned sixteen, nothing was gonna stop me from getting my driver's license. That's all I wanted. I wanted to drive every chance I got. So I could get that driver's license. Nothing got in my way. And I got the license within five months, right? I see my brother. He did the same thing. All my friends, all the guy friends, all had our licenses early. I'm growing up now, and I see other kids, boys. They all get their license. My daughter, like, nah, I'm busy. I got other things to do, Dad. Like, what are you talking about? It's been two years. What else you been doing, like, to get your driver's It's kind of important. I'm like... Still picking her up from practice, dropping her off at practice, picking her up from the school. And we talked about this, but it's like playing bumper cars in that school parking lot. I shouldn't be the one playing bumper cars anymore. No, no. Okay. So, yeah, me, I was a little late on my driver's license. I, uh, my parent. Slow again? I, I was a little slow because my parents said something to the effect of if you want, if you, if you wanted to get it early, you had to pay for the class. My parents said, 
no, we're not paying for that class. You can either you can start you can start the process when you're 17 and get six months or whatever it is after your I think it was four months after your birthday instead, or you can pay for the class. I was like, uh, yeah, I'll 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 go the long route. I'll I'll take the the long route. I'll, so I was a little late. Sammy failed his test the first time. He was not interested in getting his license until he got back to school. Right? When he got back to school and everybody had a license, he was like, oops, that was a summer birthday. And he immediately started cramming for a driving test, if you will, and passed it on his second time. And Alex, on the other hand, yeah, he did that. He didn't want to drive with um, my wife, who can be uh, hard on him when he drives. But he, every chance he had, uh, if it was just me and him in the car, he took and drove, uh, including uh, driving to upstate New York and getting stopped driving on the border. Like he's like, all right, I'll build my stamina and do like an hour and a half drive on the turnpike or whatever in traffic. So, yeah, he was very much like the way you described yourself and uh, more of the uh, typical male uh, experience. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, there's always, I think, uniqueness but i think generally speaking stereotypically speaking boys are more motivated than girls yeah 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 they definitely want to get that driver's license that's what they uh, you know i will say this sammy was like i can't ask a girl out till i have a driver's license like he, he put those two things in like hand in hand and then yeah he got his driver's license and two weeks later he was dating milk toast yeah that's why guys want to get the driver's license i think it goes hand in hand like you get the license you get the girls right yeah yeah so and girls aren't motivated that way, but we do think that uh, Sam turns eighteen in uh, two months, and so I talked to her today. We're going to make sure we schedule the test before she turns eighteen, because otherwise I have to go back to the DMV with her to renew her permit. You can only your permit only lasts two years, so like I don't want to go back to DMV. I'd rather her just take the test, pass it, and then we're over with it. So hopefully, fingers crossed, within the next two months we get this uh, license done. Okay. All right. So maybe Sam's the slow one. Or maybe you've been bullying her too much. Oh, I'm sure she would tell you I bully her. I bully everybody in my life, Obi. I always have to be right. I'm never wrong. I get I, I hear it all the time. And then I hear, fly, eagles, fly. Or whatever the hell that is. Well, she found, but apparently she knows how to deal with her father. She's like, my dad's a bully. You bully him back. I should take lessons from Sam, apparently, and get the learn yeah, how to. Yeah, exactly. You know what they say: your kids turn into you, right? So yeah, maybe that's what's going on. Well, yeah, I've turned into my parents. There's a there's an episode. How, all right, let's go. What have you do? How have you turned into your father? So first of all, we're running short on time, so we can't even get this. But this that this is our next episode. Yes. Progr Progressive has those commercials about turning into your parents. I can easily do a whole episode on turning into my parents. Okay. So I will, I will say this as I look at our calendar. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good episode because if we do it the day we normally do it, I will be celebrating almost being 50 because that's the day of my colonoscopy. Nice. Wait, so can we do the, can we, can we, uh, can we tape this like while you're still on the meds? We'll see. I I don't know. We'll see where, what kind of condition I'm in. We're going to tape the day of, not the day before, right? Because the day before, you're not going to be very attentive. 
No, no, we don't want to do that because we are on screen with each other. That would be no fun for anybody. No, I am spending my Valentine's Day in the bathroom. Nice. Right, That's yeah. one way to get out of going out to dinner. Huh? That's it. Baby, I'd love. I'd love to go out to eat, but I got to drink this. It's dead. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll Excellent. see. Yeah. Excellent. I'm we'll talk about how are our parents and colonoscopies. It'll be great. That's right. Yeah. You know, it will be charming because the charm is that we suck. I'm Obi. That said, we'll see you next week on Drinking from the Garden Hose. <laughs>